Markey's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's the Mark K Show. Listen, like, share. Wow. What, a, what an exciting day. Man, I'll tell you what. This is always so exciting. This is my favorite time of the day when I get to come on here on Facebook and uh, I close my door and just start yelling into a microphone and getting all the great comments from all you fantastic people uh, who uh, who tune in for whatever reason. And I and I do appreciate that. Don't think that I don't. Uh, today, very exciting. We have a live guest on the air. Uh, Gary Snow is going to be joining us. Who's Gary Snow? Who is that? I'll tell you all about him. He had, a, he had kind of an interesting uh, thing happen to him the other day here in, in Jacksonville, Florida at a rally uh, at the uh, courthouse. So we'll talk about that in just a minute. Also, we need to talk about this thing that Donald Trump did yesterday, which is keep another one of his promises. I don't know who taught this Donald Trump dude to be a politician, but he totally sucks at it. He's like the worst. He's kept almost ev- almost every promise he made during the election, during the campaign to get elected. I think he's kept almost all of them, or at least tried to, or at least begun the process of keeping his promises. And I mean, he's, he's not going to get anywhere. I don't know if that guy thinks he's got a future in politics, but if he keeps pr- keep doing everything he promised to do, he's uh, he, there's no way he's going to make it uh, in Washington. Anyway, thanks so much for joining me today. If you haven't yet uh, shared this, and by the way, if, you've, if you're watching on Facebook and you've never shared one of these broadcasts, today would be the day to do it because we are going to the next level today. We are introducing uh, live interviews. We're introducing all sorts of uh, cool video clips. We're doing a lot more today. So your friends are going to be totally wowed and excited when they see you sharing this. They're going to be like, wow, thank God you shared that with me. It's one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time. So just go ahead and hit that share button on Facebook. If you're listening to this on the podcast, what I'd love for you to do is text one of your friends or, or go on Facebook and, and let your friend, send them an email. If they're like, you know, if they're old school and they don't text, if they don't, if they ain't into the Snapchat, uh, then uh, go ahead and send them an email with a link to the podcast and just let them know this is something that I think you'd be interested in hearing. This is something that I think you would like to, uh, you would like to listen to as well. Okay. Before we get into Neil Gorsuch, which is, in, which is important, it's an important event in American history. And it's also the beginning of what's going to be another long, ridiculous, pointless battle and a bunch of complaining from people who aren't really understanding what the process entails, how it's supposed to work, and what Supreme Court justices are actually supposed to do. But we'll get into all of that. And, And I will say this, Neil Gorsuch himself did a really great job of explaining it to the American people yesterday when he uh, when he got up in front of the cameras at the White House. So we we will cover all of that and leave a comment because I will get to your comments. Uh, I know I've been I know I've been kind of uh, bad about that the past couple of days, but I will be getting to all of your comments or at least a handful of them before uh, before the broadcast is over. Again, if you're watching on Facebook, like, share, comment, and enjoy the show. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about Gary Snow. Gary Snow is a guy who, uh, he, he, he started messaging me these um, photos and videos from an event that happened here in Jacksonville. Now, let, let's recap one more time for anyone who may have been out of the country or just tuned out or just forgot. Uh, maybe you were really drunk this weekend. <laughs> And you woke up, you woke up Tuesday and you're like, why are these people screaming about uh, Muslims being welcome here? Well, what happened is Donald Trump signed this executive order on Friday. He uh, put a 90 day ban on immigration from certain countries, a 120 day ban on immigration from countries that are known are prone for terrorist activities and terrorist training. They include uh, what is it? I could go through the list again. Somalia, Sudan, Libya, Iran, Iraq, Yemen. There's one I always forget, too. 
I'll get it. I'll get the whole list for you. Uh, and then people started freaking out. They went to the airports. They went to JFK. They started chanting. They had their banners back. They were so excited because it gave them something to do. Because ever since the inauguration was over, they had nothing to protest. Uh, then the cab drivers in New York City went on strike, which I still, to, the, to this day, don't understand the purpose of that. And it's been kind of an ongoing process. In fact, a lot of people say that the nomination of Neil Gorsuch, that Donald Trump moved up the nomination of Neil Gorsuch from Thursday, it was supposed to happen yet uh, tomorrow, he moved it up to Tuesday night for two reasons. Number one, because he wanted to change the conversation. He wanted to get people to stop talking about all of this ridiculousness with the uh, so-called Muslim ban, which is actually just a travel ban uh, and part of the comprehensive immigration policy that Donald Trump said all along he was going to implement. Again, another promise kept. Worst politician in the history of politics. Seriously, he better be, he better be prepared to go back into real estate because no one will ever uh, hire him in Washington after this. He's just, he's just too trustworthy and, uh, and too effective. So that was uh, the first promise kept. Then he said, you know what? We're going to do it also on, on Tuesday night because Nancy Pelosi is holding a town hall at 9 o'clock. So why don't we go ahead and do this at 8 o'clock? And that way, that's all anyone's going to be talking about and people are going to ignore Nancy Pelosi, which isn't too hard to do, specifically since her microphone never works. <laughs> Anyway, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. So Gary Snow. So Gary Snow went down to uh, the Jacksonville courthouse. There was just like any, a lot of places in the country. There were protests, protesters saying that the Muslim ban is unconstitutional, that it's bad, that we welcome all refugees, that this is un-American. This is not something that we are. You know, every celebrity at the SAG Awards, if you watched it, and I don't know anyone who really did watch the SAG Awards, uh, we, was, was making some kind of political speech or political plea about welcoming people, uh, even if they're unvetted, into this country. So uh, this rally was happening and supporters were gathering. And Gary Snow is a Trump supporter, voted for Trump. And he wanted to represent the other side. Because if you notice at these rallies, the other side is underrepresented. So uh, here's a picture of him from his Facebook. He had this sign that says, resist liberalism. And he went down to the courthouse. And as you can see, the sign, no profanity, nothing really threatening. Uh, here he is. Oh, here, this is great. He has a mug here. I don't know if you can see what it says. It says liberal tears, extra salty <laughs> because I've seen that mug, by the way, this is a giant version. This is a big version. That's a lot of liberal tears in that mug. And then, uh, and then here he is. He's got this big, huge Trump Pence sign, Trump Pence sign, uh, with the, I think, I believe that's the blue lives matter flag. Anyway, so he's walking around and <laughs> this is a great shot of Gary smiling and, uh, and he's walking around. In fact, let's bring him on here. Gary, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I'm here. All right, Gary. So I'm, I'm showing people <laughs> this picture of you walking <laughs> down the street. You've got the flag in one hand, the sign in the other, this big smile on your face. And behind you are all of the protesters banners that say no human is illegal. Impeach Trump. Uh, you know, love, uh, love Trump's hate. Immigrants make America great. What, uh, it, were you all alone? I mean, were you the only Trump supporter down at this rally? Um, you know, I kind of I, I kind of created an event, and I was trying to rally some people to come out there. Um, there were some people, but a lot of people actually are kind of intimidated. They're kind of scared yeah. to actually come out. So hopefully uh, my presence would at least, you know, help uh, encourage some people to come out. Um, you know, as we've seen in, in the media, you know, people, you know, there's a gentleman in Seattle that, that got assaulted uh, at the airport. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm originally from Chicago. Um, you know, I, I attended the, the Donald Trump rally uh, in March of last year, which turned into a riot. Oh, so the one where the protesters, uh, where they paid homeless people to go punch Trump supporters in the face, that one. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. where they paid, uh, where Hillary for America paid Jaluma Rodriguez and all that good stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, a lot of people do want to come out, but they're you know they're kind of intimidated, they're kind of scared. Um, you know, so I was just I encouraged some people to come out. Some did. There's a couple of uh, people that are going in and out of the courthouse. They stopped. Right. Uh, had some signs. Uh, they got into it. You know. Uh, right. Let me but, ask you. Let me ask you a question. Though. Let me show this first sign up here. So your this sign says resist liberalism. Okay. Yes, sir. Was that that and the Trump Pence sign? Were those the only signs you had? Did you have any other signs that were inflammatory or hateful or had negative no. connotation? No. No, that's the, the only thing I had were some uh, yard signs that I put up. Um, I had the, right. the Trump Pence uh, sign, and I mean that was the only sign I had. Just okay. this liberalism. And then, were, what were you? Were you chanting? Were you yelling? Were you cursing? Were you attacking people? What? What was uh, your? No. When we got to the courthouse, you know, I, I talked to JSO and I asked them where they would like me to be. They said, well, you know, you and, you know, the couple other people that came there, they, you can stand on one side and, right. you know, they, they can have the rally on the other side. And we did. Okay. The only thing that, you know, might have provoked them a little bit, I, I had a, a, a PA speaker and I was kind of broadcasting uh, the, the sound of, of babies crying, um, which kind of, <laughs> if you look at there, it's the okay. uh, Jacksonville... If you look at their videos, all you can hear is, is a baby whining and crying in the background. So, <laughs> so, so I mean, so they're chanting. They're out there chanting. Like a, and then you play a baby crying on top of that. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So that, but that was it. There was nothing like no, you yeah, can all. And that was it. And that was that was just in front of the courthouse. And then you know later, right. you know they moved. Yeah. So let me talk, let's show some of the video here because here's some video. And uh, again, Gary, I don't think you'll be able to hear, it, but I'll I'll show it to everybody else. And then we'll talk a little bit about it. This is the first video clip of what happened when you started getting attacked. Okay, so now you said that you were on one side of the street and they were on the other side, but then all of a sudden uh, you're holding a sign and all these protesters are pushing back against it. What happened there? How did that? Well, well, uh, at first we, you know, we were at the uh, the courthouse, but then they marched down to City Hall, right, uh, over by Hemming Plaza. Okay, and um, they decided to. Uh, I kind of led the march, you know, while they were moving. I, I got in front of them. Uh, kind of led the march, and uh, they went right into uh, City Hall on the front steps. And I got kind of corralled in behind. So as I tried to walk out, uh, the, the, I think there was a couple of police officers inside City Hall that said, you know, you can't block the, the front entrance. So, right. you know, I just made my way down the stairs, and they really didn't appreciate that. And when I got down to the bottom, right. uh, you know, this is a public place. This is a public property. It's a public sidewalk. Uh, I stood there with my Trump sign. I, I You know, I got in front of them. Right. Um, and, you know, they didn't appreciate that either. So <laughs> instead of, you know, uh, practicing civil disobedience, you sure. know, they chose to go the same route that I've seen over and over again, right. is to use violence, you know, well, okay, to shut so down I, your freedom of speech. I, so I just want to make sure, and I think, so this picture basically illustrates it. They're they're walking all the way to the front of the courthouse. You jump in front of them as kind of the parade leader, right? Yes. Is that okay? Yes. Like you, I mean, we're out here, you know, they're <laughs> yeah. protesting, I'm supporting. No, you know, you're, you're on a public city street, you have nothing, you're you're smiling with your sign. Then you get to yes, the sir. courthouse, and what happens is, because they're behind you, you get up the steps, and then they've blocked you in, the police tell you to leave, and the only yes. way to leave is to walk back through the protesters. Yes, sir. Okay, alright. Uh, well, that explains a lot of it. We have another uh, piece of video here. Uh, here's a girl, she yells something at you. Let me play this video quickly.
So this is clearly people just yelling, leave, leave, get out. And then a guy says his sign is broken. Did they break your sign, actually? Yeah. yeah. In one of the video clips, you can see, uh, I mean, there's uh, a couple people that uh, leave the uh, Jacksonville uh, Progressive Coalition. Right. Um, instead of letting me leave, they, they grabbed onto my sign. They started leaning on the sign. And eventually, uh, they, they broke the sign. And when that happened... You know, I kind of pushed them back, and that's when I, you know, walked away. Um, but like I said, instead of, you know, uh, practicing civil disobedience, allowing right. me to leave, um, you know, they chose to go the other way and use violence. Um, right. And, you know, I, I mean, and, and, and after that, it was just the, the verbal assault. All right. So, 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 Gary, let me ask, why did you, uh, why did you go? What was your whole purpose in going to this rally, knowing that it was um, against Donald Trump? Yeah, you know, honestly, it, it, it's what you had just said. You know, you don't see the other side. You know, um, I volunteered with the Trump campaign, and, you know, I went to several rallies. We've seen this is the same group that came out to the, the, the Trump rally um, at the arena. So right. they came out to protest Trump. So they're allowed, here's the thing, they're allowed to come to a Donald Trump rally and protest. Right. But I'm not allowed to go to one of their protests and support Donald Trump. That's right. just not how, that, that doesn't allow, that, that, that doesn't work. Yeah. And if you... And, and your freedom of speech doesn't fit their narrative, then they're going to resort to violence in order to shut you down. Right, right. And That's then what so they do. when you left, you left peacefully. You didn't make any uh, scenes. You didn't call anyone any names. You didn't hit anybody. No, no. I actually, actually, I talked to some people. You know, when I, you know, I always offer free hugs if they want to calm down. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I seriously, I, I, if you want to debate peacefully, and, and we can sit there and have a rational <laughs> did, conversation. Anybody take you up on the free hugs? By the way, was there many takers yesterday? Yeah. yeah oh wow. Yeah, there okay, some women, you know, you know, when, when things start getting heated, I try to, you know, calm down the situation. I say, you know, here, you want a hug, you know. And it, I mean, great. I've been. I mean, it's 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 some of these people are just you know so irate, and yeah. they're they're just uh, they have just this this liberal mentality of you know what they think that they're doing is so righteous. And if you go against the grain, go against their beliefs, go against their ideology, you know, you're a racist, you're a sexist, you're a homophobe. You're, I mean, Oh, let me play. You know, let me, yeah. Let me play this one video clip of this girl who came up and asked you uh, why you hate black people. Listen to this. Oh, how much you hate black people? I don't. Yeah. Okay. Was she just assuming that or did you say something or no. act in any way? No, no, that's just, that's just uh, something, you know, bigot would say, you know, judging me because I support Donald Trump. Right. Um, you know, uh, they, this same group had a, uh, a protest, I think about a month ago. Um, they marched down, uh, the downtown streets of Jacksonville and, uh, you know, they were marching, you know, to, uh, you know, against racism, against, you know, everything, you know, they believe Donald Trump and his supporters stand for. Right. And, you know, what was funny is that a KKK member actually came out. Uh, this was right in front of the Times Union building. And an actual KKK member came out. While they were taking a photo op in front of the Times Union building, the only person that stood up to a racist was the Trump supporter, me. I actually had to get separated from this individual by JSO. And I just find that kind of ironic that this group, who's out here protesting, marching uh, against racism, when an actual racist shows up, nobody does anything except the Trump supporter. Yeah. Wow, Gary. Well, listen, Gary, that's that's a great story. Thank you for the pictures. Thanks for the video. You know, thanks for going out there and, and showing uh, the other side. Thanks for thanks for entertaining us with the baby crying sound effect, too. That was great, Gary. Uh, we are, Do you have any plans to go to any other uh, rallies or any other protests, or uh, are you taking a break for a while? Well, you know what? I mean, if they hold a public event out in public, if they're going to protest, you know, then, you know, I'm going to be there, and hopefully I can rally some other people around, and, and they can join me. All right, man. Hey, thanks so much for... <laughs> 
<laughs> that's Gary Snow. Uh, you can uh, there's a link to his uh, profile page if you want to go check him out. Gary, I appreciate you being on the show today. That uh, that happened right here in Jacksonville, which is which is you know amazing. It's always great when news happens right around the corner. But you saw there he was just a smiling guy. Had a very simple sign: resist uh, resist liberalism. Another one that said Trump Pence, and he got attacked, and they broke his sign, and they and they freaked out on him um, again for something that is really misunderstood. The entire travel ban. Totally misunderstood, as we talked about uh, the other day. It's uh, it's really, you know, and again, the the first thing that surprises me most is how people, I guess it doesn't surprise me most because, uh, you know, we know that a lot of these things have been pre-planned and people have been preparing for this stuff for a long time. Donald Trump came out with a list, a list, a laundry list. In fact, what was the, the wall was the first thing he said. When he, way back in that press conference, remember in Trump Tower, he came down off the escalator and everyone said, why are you running? He goes, there's uh, drug dealers and criminals and rapists. They're all murderers. They're coming over from Mexico. We need to build a wall. That was almost a year and a half ago, almost two years ago. And people are surprised. They're shocked. Now that he's actually president and he's writing the order, something he promised to do, what, 15, 16 months ago, they're like, wait a minute, you can't do that. Like, yeah, this is exactly why I'm here, because I said I would do it. The same thing's happening with the travel ban. He said for, for months, he said, this is something I will do. We need extreme vetting. We need to know who's coming into our country. The first thing I will do as president is, is knock it off. I'll shut down the border from these seven countries for a, a, a number of days, and then we can figure it out. We can figure out a better system. We can get a better lock on the door. We can get a safer peephole. You know, we can figure out a way to know exactly who's coming into our country and who's not. And that's another that's another promise kept. And it seems like whenever Donald Trump keeps one of his promises, these people explode. And yesterday, last night, he kept another one of his promises, which I'm going to tell you about here in just a second. First, don't forget about your working it like Donald shirt. Wild. You're wild. I'm wild. Show everybody how wild you are. W-I-L-D stands for working it like Donald. If you're a person who makes bold promises and then works every single day diligently to keep them, whether it's to your family or your friends or your employer or yourself, then you are wild, my friend, and you are working it like Donald. Make sure you get your t-shirt. I'll put the link up there in the description so you can click on it and order one. Uh, mine's on the way. Same great quality as this American Carnage t-shirt that I'm wearing today, by the way. Ah, isn't this great? I love this. Ah, ah, it makes me feel a lot tougher than I actually am. Ah, it's like uh, if I had a if I had like a, a rock band, I'd call it American Carnage or a monster truck. Either a monster truck or a rock band. That's what I would. That's what I would call American Carnage. Okay, let's talk a little bit about uh, the last Do the last Donald Trump promise from the campaign that was actually that he actually kept. Again, what this? And again, don't take any offense to my title. Donald Trump's a great guy, great president. I'm sure he's really nice to his family. Sucks as a politician. He is keeping every promise he's made. And we all know that in Washington and in politics, you just can't do that. You tell the people one thing during the election, you get to Washington, you realize that you can't really do anything until you've been there for 20 or 30 years. Then, of course, you realize that the special interests are really the ones that control the whole city. So you sit back, you relax, you enjoy the show. And then it comes time for re-election and you make up excuses as to why you weren't able to fulfill your promises. And that excuse is usually the other side. The other, it was the Republicans kept me from doing everything. I could, the Republicans blocked this. Those Republicans, they don't want to give you health care. They don't want to give you more money for the military. They're trying to shut down the entire country by not raising the debt ceiling. 
It's the Republicans that are doing it. And Republicans do it too on the other side, blaming the Democrats for everything. Donald Trump doesn't do that. He just comes in, he does everything. And then when he runs for re-election, he won't have anyone to blame. He'll just get up there and he's going to say, I promised you I would do this. I promised you I would do this. I promised you I would do this. Guess what? One, two, three. They're all done. Vote for me again. And he's going to have a whole new agenda, a whole new list of things that he wants to get accomplished. So uh, one of the big things that he ran on, one of the big campaign promises he made was regarding the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court nominee. Uh, the Supreme Court was left vacant about a year ago, almost a year ago, exactly. Justice Antonin Scalia, the most conservative and the longest serving judge on the Supreme Court, died mysteriously in his sleep um, at a uh, like a, like a ranch in uh, Texas. It was really kind of an interesting circumstance, and it was very sudden. We won't get into the whole conspiracy theory about it, but it left an opening on the Supreme Court. And of course, Barack Obama wanted to leave one more liberal justice in everybody's way before he left office for good, and he nominated a guy named Merrick Garland. Merrick, Gar <laughs> Merrick Garland knew the moment he was nominated that he would never be a Supreme Court justice. It's like every judge, for example, last night, every judge in the world was hoping Donald Trump would speak their name. When Barack Obama did this a year ago, every judge in America was hoping he would not speak their name because every judge in America knew they would never be a Supreme Court justice. And Merrick Garland knew as soon as he was like, oh, frick, there's no way I'm going to win now because the Republicans said, look, we're in the middle of an election. You cannot... Uh, pick a judge in the middle of the election. We have to wait until after the election, find out which side of the country wins, which way most of the people who vote are leaning toward, what direction the American electorate wants us to take, and then maybe we'll take a look at Merrick Garland. And if it's not Merrick Garland, it'll be somebody else. Had Hillary Clinton won, maybe Merrick Garland would have had a chance. And instead, he becomes like a trivial pursuit question. <laughs> he's gonna be He's going to be on Jeopardy in like four years. You know, it's going to be like the category is people who were never Supreme Court justices. Who is Merrick Garland? That's right. Congratulations. You win. Oh, wait. Oh, where's my mute? There we go. There we go. That's much better. Uh, so anyway, so back to, uh, to the one who is going to be the Supreme Court justice. So then Donald Trump ran on this platform about the Supreme Court. And he said, we're going to pick somebody who upholds the Constitution. We're going to pick somebody who does just, you know, interprets the law the way the founders meant it to be. He's not going to make him stuff up. Not going to rewrite the law. Not going to, what's the phrase I always use? Uh, legislate from the bench. Let, they're not going to do that. They're just going to say, here's what the Constitution says. Check. Be on your merry way. Someone in the vein of Antonin Scalia. And so Donald Trump won and he came out yesterday and he made this proclamation to the American people. When Justice Scalia passed away suddenly last February, I made a promise to the American people. If I were elected president, I would find the very best judge in the country for the Supreme Court. I am a man of my word. I will do as I say, something that the American people have been asking for from Washington for a very, very long time. World's worst politician. I said it before. I will say it again. Dude can build a building, he can put up a casino, he knows how to pick, you know, wives, make very attractive children. But when it comes to politics, he just doesn't get it, and he does not understand the way Washington works. 
Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So then he gets out and he says, look, this, I know how important this was to you. I realize that the only reason I'm, and this is important. This is something Barack Obama never did. Donald Trump knows exactly why he's president. He knows what chords he hit. He knows what promises he made. He knows what voters resonated with. And he knows why they filled in the bubble next to his name and not Hillary Clinton's. And here's one of the big reasons. Millions of voters said this was the single most important issue to them when they voted for me for president. Single biggest issue. And think about all the issues. The economy, Obamacare, uh, what else was going on at the time? Oh, yeah, uh, we had the wall and immigration. These are all huge issues. Guns, gun control. Everybody afraid that the Second Amendment was going to be repealed or overturned or limited in some way. Huge issues, all of them. But for so many Americans, they picked the Supreme Court as the number one issue. The number one issue. The reason for that is because every other issue comes down to who's on the Supreme Court. Whether or not the Second Amendment's going to be overturned, whether or not Obamacare is going to be repealed, whether or not there's going to be a wall, because everything's going to, as we've already seen with the immigration travel ban and the executive order around there, everything's going to start with a lawsuit. And those lawsuits are going to all end up in the Supreme Court. And at the end of the day, the Supreme Court is going to have to make a decision on every single item on Donald Trump's agenda. And as long as Donald Trump plays by the rules, writes uh, executive orders and makes proclamations and, and, and you know, helps uh, create and craft and ex- inspire legislature that is constitutional and benefits the country, then the, the Supreme Court, if they lean conservative, is going to pass them and he's going to succeed. And people know that. So he knows that everything rests on who he chooses for the Supreme Court. And that's why he chose. Today, I am keeping another promise to the American people by nominating Judge Neil Gorsuch of the United States Supreme Court to be of the United States Supreme Court. Okay, so he flubbed it. On the, of the Supreme Court, on the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court, whatever. It's a, you know, at least, at least he got it, you know, he got the guy's name right. And that's important. That's important. Look, John Roberts flubbed the whole oath of office the first time he gave it to Barack Obama. There's a lot of camera. Anyway, uh, so Mary, so uh, I just almost said Merrick Garland. So there, that proves your point. So there we go. Neil Gorich is introduced and he comes up. And for a lot of people, it's the first time we've ever seen and or heard from the man. Nobody knew who Neil Gorich was. Unless you're like a legal scholar or from Colorado or somebody who just, you know, spends all their time watching the news and reading the paper, you don't really know who Neil Gorsuch is. Hardiman was the other guy, and I only really learned about him a couple weeks ago. But Neil Gorsuch gets up and he knows this is the first opportunity I have to introduce myself to the country and let everybody know why I'm the greatest choice to replace Antonin Scalia. And I think he did a great job. Here's a couple of the highlights from what he said. In our legal order, it is for Congress and not the courts to write new laws. It is the role of judges to apply, not alter the work of the people's representatives. A judge who likes every outcome he reaches is very likely a bad judge. That is so refreshingly right. That is so cool to hear. Think This guy, I have it written down here so I wouldn't screw it up. In our legal order, it is for Congress and not the courts to write new laws. My kids are learning civics in fourth grade, and they understand that more than most people who actually become judges. It is the role of judges to apply, not alter, the work of the people's representatives. 
A judge who likes all the outcomes, all the outcomes that they preside over is likely a very bad judge. And that hits the nail on the head. That, by the way, is something that Antonin Scalia said over and over again. If you are truly a judge, if you are truly a judge, you will sometimes realize that the decision you have to make is not the decision you want to make, but you have to make it because it's not what you desire, but what you believe to be uh, the meaning of the Constitution and the intention of those who wrote it. It's really simple. And if you're a judge that goes home at the end of the day going, I'm satisfied with every decision I made today, you're a sucky judge. You're about as bad a judge as Donald Trump is a politician because you shouldn't like every single one of your outcomes. And then this is one of the most telling things that really made me like uh, Neil Gorsuch a lot. Of course, the Supreme Court's work is vital not just to a region of the country, but to the whole. Vital to the protection of the people's liberties under law and to the continuity of our Constitution, the greatest charter of human liberty the world has ever known. Wow, that's a great phrase. That's a great phrase. The continuity of our Constitution. Continuity of our Constitution. I've never heard anyone say that. And that to me is, it's right on, I mean, it's right on, the, it's a bullseye. It's like he took the dart and he nailed it right in the middle of the little, you know, the circle that gets you two points on the on the, on the cricket board. It, it's the bullseye, the continuity of the Constitution. The Constitution is a thing that doesn't change. It is continuous. Here it is. Here's how it goes. And you need to make sure that every decision, every time there's a court case that's heard by the Supreme Court, everything falls in line. Because when you have something that's not continuous, when you lack continuity, it's really unclear as to what's going to happen. And that's when people just start taking advantage of things. I mean, there's continuity in all sorts of, uh, you know, the most, the thing I think about is continuity directors for like the movies. There's somebody's job is to make sure that the continuity is, is, uh, isn't basically not screwed up. For example, let's say we're shooting a scene and I'm smoking a cigarette, which I would never do because I don't smoke, but let's say I'm smoking a cigarette. And then the director yells, cut, we have to do it again. The continuity director's job is to make sure that that cigarette is at the exact spot where it was when we started the scene so that in the movie, we don't have a scene where the cigarette's down to here and then it's back long again and then it's in the middle and then it's stubbed out. All sorts of continuity. If somebody's wearing uh, a hat, let's say and a, a ball cap and it's on backwards, they need to make sure in the next scene it's not on forwards. There's continuity. It's very important to tell the tale to tell the story of whatever movie you're watching. And in the in the movie or in the story that is the United States of America and the legal system that's been created, it's very important to have continuity. So there you go. I think that the, I think that this shows that he is going to be a perfect choice for the Supreme Court to replace Antonin Scalia. And in being the perfect choice, that means that of course the, de the Democrats in Congress are going to hate him and they're going to despise him and they're going to do whatever they can to, uh, they can do whatever they, they're going to do whatever they can to not, uh, to make sure that he doesn't get confirmed. All right. Before I get to some of your questions, I want to show you this. I have proof of this, by the way, this is, you know, I, yesterday I told you about the New York times and their editorial where they called, called Donald Trump, the devil. They continue. Look at what they did uh, today with the Neil Gorsuch story. Neil Gorsuch, the nominee for a stolen seat. It's been almost a year since Senate Republicans took an empty Supreme Court seat hostage, discarding a constitutional duty that both parties have honored throughout American history and hobbling an entire branch of government for partisan gain. So 
if you thought this was going to be, doesn't matter that the guy's extremely qualified. doesn't matter that he has a great understanding of what the job is. It doesn't matter at all. It's going to be, it's not going to be easy. Nothing uh, that it's worth it ever is. All right, let's get to some of your comments quickly before I get out of here. Uh, by the way, thank you so much for everyone who, we had a record day on the podcast yesterday. I, I, I keep forgetting, I have to put up the podcast link as well. But for those of you that can't catch all of this broadcast or want to hear it again or share it with somebody, or maybe you like to listen to it in your car when you're driving uh, late at night or or you're home from work, there is a podcast on iTunes and other places. I'm going to put up the link. Yesterday, we had more downloads and listens on the podcast than any other day in history. And by history, I mean the last 18 days that I've been doing this. Um, but uh, but it was great. Here's Beth Newsom writes, how could it be stolen? It was empty. That is true. That is true. Uh, Erica Ramey writes, you are so right, Mark. That is also true. Uh, TPP is why I voted for him. Oh, that's a great point too. We should get into that as well. Uh, comments not scrolling for me. Oh no, I'm so sorry. You can go back and read them like I do. I smoke, don't judge, I'm offended. Nah, JK. I'm not saying you're a bad person for smoking. I'm just saying... I would never do do it again. Yeah, you know, uh, maybe if I was really drunk. He'll be on the podcast later. That is true. Uh, some people were having some video problems. I apologize. I apologize. Uh, hearts to Gorich. Uh, Jeremy Puckett. He's not a liberal. SMH. Oh, I know. The, I know what happened. The title of the video threw you off, right? That was my whole evil plan. I tend to get more viewers if I write uh, if I write clickbait uh, titles like that. Let's see what else you guys are saying. You're just trying to get your 15 minutes of fame, liberal. Uh, again, it's, uh, you got me pegged wrong. Americans first. Kick out all the illegals. Visa overstays. We will have $150 billion a year. We've already paid for the wall. No sound, no sound on the video. Oh, bummer. I'm sorry. Which video was it? The Donald Trump video or the video of Gary Snow? You know what? I'll go back and I will fix it in the podcast. Also, if you watch on YouTube, I will fix it there. Uh, as well. Thanks for being on the money. Jesse, you are welcome. Thank you so much, by the way, for watching every day too. Jacksonville deplorable in the, deplorable in the house. Love your show. Uh, Marque, thank you for interacting with me on Twitter. Michael Batten, thanks. Uh, Michael Batten told me that he was my biggest fan. So of course, why wouldn't I inter interact with my biggest fan, Michael? Thanks. All right, listen, everybody, before I go, podcast will be up momentarily and uh, we will put this on YouTube. And do not forget, if you're working it like Donald, if you are a hard worker, if you've got lofty, bold goals and you're not going to let anyone get in your way and you're going to wake up every single day and make sure that they are accomplished so that your life and your family's life is better for it, then you, my friend, are wild. You are working it like Donald, and you deserve a t-shirt uh, that lets everyone know that. Until then, uh, let's see. What's today? Wednesday? Oh, great. We got two more podcasts this week. It's going to be awesome. I will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, let me get some of this. Let me get some of this hardcore music. Yeah, we'll play some hardcore music out. Ah, That's great. All right. Love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. This American carnage stops right here and stops right now.